0: Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host Carly Lukesie. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, welcome back. Merry Christmas, happy New Year. All the best as we dive right on into 2024. So, I know that we could talk all about goals today, right? And really have that conversation about what goals do you have and what are the things you want to finally start doing this year. But I think that that's really boring and cliche. So instead, I am going to stay true to you and true to my goal of helping you to reduce your chronic inflammation. So in order to do that, I'm going to continue to help you to understand all these little hidden details for how you can manage your mind through the journey Of weight loss so today's episode it's all about the fear surrounding making decisions and the freedom that follows when you finally do so if you remember i've already dug into the topic of making decisions back in episode 42 but this episode is going to be different than that one that episode is more about how you can make decisions and a little bit more of that strategy around decisions and kind of the, the challenges about, um, about even deciding what decision you want or how you can actually make it happen, but... This episode is more gonna be about what keeps you stuck in indecision and what you're gonna be able to achieve on the other side of making a decision. So I wanted to make this episode for you a little selfishly more t- for me <laughs> to reflect on something that happened to me the other day. And it didn't happen to me just once either. So once I was on to myself about this concept, I was able to see this same pattern show up in other areas during my day. And to me, it was quite profound. And I know that if it happens to me, it must be happening to each of you as well. And that's why I wanted to dedicate some time today to really reflecting and digging into and understanding what actually happened. So let's go dig on in. Okay. So many of you may already know, but um, for those of you that don't, I complete a 24 to 36 hour fast at least once a week. So I've been doing this for a while now. And for me, it's been really amazing to help me to work through some of the mental struggles that I have around food and as well as really a reminder and an encouragement to my body to Um, to make sure to be optimized and to take care of itself, to learn how to burn fat, to remember about the different fuel sources, like all the things that are the benefits of fasting. I don't have a set day of the week that I do this. I usually aim for Mondays or Tuesdays. It seems to be the easiest, the most um, effective day. But depending on what's happening with the family, I might swap it to a day later in the week. But Normally, by the time that Monday comes around, it's on my mind, and I begin to decide when it's going to begin. So this is the part in my decision-making process when I know what I want, I know how to get it done, but I haven't finalized the details to make it happen yet. And I think that this is probably the trickiest part of making a decision, and it's the part that many of you might get stuck on. So let's stop here and just ponder on what's happening in this moment. What is the tipping point for each of you between knowing what you want and actually taking the action to go after it? What is the magic trick that makes you finally put it on your calendar and commit to taking action? I think this is a question that each of you need to ask for yourselves because it's gonna be very, very different person to person. We all have uniquely functioning brains. What decisions have you committed to completing but you refuse to put on your calendar and follow through with them? So for me, what works for my brain, I like to play games with myself, right? So I can get myself to that space of a committed decision with a mind trick. So when I'm fasting, the, the initiation, the, the follow through of this decision can be as simple as having black coffee, right? Taking that first sip of black coffee and just being like, whoop, boom, I'm committed, right? No turning back now. And for a cold plunge, I think the easiest thing that I've found is playing that trick of once I push this button, it's a 10 second countdown. There's no turning back. So for me, it seems to be that moment of no turning back that seems to trigger my brain into that consistent action. But you need to know your own brain and understand what mind tricks might work for you to tip you over the edge into what I like to call an active decision. Can it be as simple as developing a task chart with boxes to check? Can it be as simple as just putting it on your calendar, what are the things that give you that little hit of dopamine, that give you that little bit of motivation, right? That's going to keep you taking action consistently. When you remain in indecision, the space of indecision, it can feel impossible to escape because it's just simply the worst place to be, (laughs) okay? Like the back and forth in the space of indecision is brutal, and I think I experience this space, this indecision back and forth, the worst with cold plunge because I want to do a cold plunge so bad. Like I know how beneficial it is for me. it's It makes me feel good on the other side, like it makes my body feel good, but it just sucks so much, right? And I go back and forth to the point of a crazy person on days when I don't make a strong decision but the days when I give myself an out, those are absolutely the hardest. When your brain thinks that it has the option to get you back to that place of comfort, it's going to fight to get you there every single time. So let's just, for the sake of the story, let's say you've done the work and you've figured out the trick that you needed to play on your brain to break you into that space of making a decision. Okay, so what is next? So let's, kind of go back to my story on fasting, okay? So this is the part of this journey that I found to be quite profound. So what I had noticed is the week before when I had fasted, I hadn't committed to how long I was going to do it from the beginning. So the entire day, my brain was trying to convince me that I had fasted long enough. (laughs) Like that was good, and the work is done. I've been in ketosis for long enough. I do this every week anyway. Maybe this is just going to be a 16 hour fast in front instead of a 24 to 36 hour fast. So every single smell at home or at work or during travels or whenever I was around food, it was tempting. Any glimpse of food was another round of temptation and desire. It wasn't a good time. And Quite frankly, it was an awful experience. It was one of the hardest fasts I'd gone through. But fast forward to the following week's fast, I came into this fast not wanting to experience that over again, right? So this fast, I had made the decision. I knew that I was not going to eat anything until the following morning. And that was that. I had made my call. So I started my day with my black coffee and I just simply went about my day. And then it's then that something kind of magical happened. I was able to experience the glorious other side of a confident decision that I had made. I knew I wasn't going to eat, it wasn't even an option. So during the day, hunger, it wasn't even a thing. You know, you get those classic 20 minute waves of, you know, the stomach growling, intestinal type hunger, but there wasn't this unrelentless beatdown of desire. And then that night, get this. So I was asked to transport home some ready to eat chili. And I thought that this was going to be the worst thing ever because I'm right in the in the middle of a fast. And now I'm being faced with all the smells of my favorite food right in the middle of my freaking fasting window. So normally, those smells would have kicked my leptin hormone into overdrive, right? (laughs) There would have been all the leptin release as my brain tried to convince me to eat. I would have felt so much deprivation over not getting to have any or resentment of having to smell this all the way home. How could this be happening to me? Sadness that I have to be the one fasting in the first place. Like, oh, woe is me, right? But on this day, it was different because I had made a strong decision that morning. Because I had the courage to make that decision, something fascinating happened. Instead of experiencing all the deprivation and sadness, I was instead able to breathe deeply into the smells that were filling my car and just love that I was getting to experience the smells of my favorite food all the way home. It didn't trigger excess hunger It didn't trigger bitterness or resentment. It was just the simple pleasure of good-smelling food. And had I given myself the option of not fasting, this drive home would have been torture, right? The back and forth of indecision. It would have been awful. I would have had to talk myself out of breaking my fast probably like 20 times within a 10-minute drive. I would have missed getting to really breathe into and just simply love the experience of smelling my favorite food. The realization of what happens in the aftermath of the strong decision was profound to me that day because I realized that when you make soft decisions, you strip yourself of the ability to see the positive. It will always be masked with the exact emotions that you are trying to avoid. You will only have access to the peace and the confidence and the pride that you're wanting to feel if you have the tenacity and the courage to make a decision strongly. You will be engulfed in double the sensation of negative emotions because your brain, like rapid fire, is going to be thinking and offering up to you all the thoughts to get you to go back on the decision that you've already made. That day, Many times I breathed deeply into the smell of that chili, like full lung filling type smells. And I just was able to sigh with content that there was nothing that I would rather be smelling in that moment. It was pure joy during a fast. So later that week, so after I had this moment of of. Clarity, I guess, in my car. Later that week, the same scenario happened to me with a cold plunge. So, the week before, I had made that soft decision that I kind of like wanted to do a cold plunge instead of deciding that I'm going to do a cold plunge. Two totally different things, right? Wanting and going to, big difference. So, on that day, when I wanted to do a cold plunge, I then proceeded to, you know, like check the temperature of the water. You, you feel the water like 20 times. You put a leg in, you pull it out. You're thinking about the best time that should be to get in. You're thinking about how much you don't wanna do it. And then from that space, you have to just like convince yourself that you actually want to get in and do it, right? It was awful. It was brutal, right? That was not a fun cold plunge experience. But then let's fast forward a week to the next cold plunge. So I committed to myself that I was going to decide to do it or not do it. There was going to be no want. There was going to be no should. There's going to be no other soft words involved in this experience. It was going to be just as simple as I'm doing a plunge after I get out of the sauna, period. So I'm going to set a countdown timer I'm not gonna feel the water, I'm gonna get in quickly and I'm just gonna breathe into the cold and that is exactly what I did. I showed up for myself in a powerful way that let me lean into the experience of this cold plunge. Instead of like last week where I was having to listen to my brains back and forth about how that was probably good enough and how this is freaking miserable and when is this gonna be over with, instead, this next week, I was able to just breathe into and feel the experience. I listened to music, I gazed up at the sky, I was able to consciously use the first half to breathe into the cold and the second half to just let my body erupt into those uncontrollable shivers that encourages that brown fat conversion. I was able to get everything that I wanted out of the experience and so much more. I was able to feel the confidence and the pride and the peace in that moment because it was finally available to me, whereas before it wasn't. I stripped it away from myself when I was in that space of, I should do this cold plunge, this indecisiveness about doing the cold plunge. So today, I want you to take notice of areas in your life where you have a fear of making a decision, where you stubbornly remain in that no man's land space where experiencing peace and confidence and pride, it isn't even available to you. I want you to notice what you are withholding from yourself. Because friends, it's not just the lack of a result that you're achieving. You are also stripping yourself of the ability to experience everything that is good during the journey. I want you to have the grace with yourself to learn what tricks that you can play with your brain to come to that space of making a strong decision. And then I want you to have the courage to have your own back and firmly say, let's go. Okay, I love you guys, do this work. I love you and I will talk to you soon. All right, bye. Hey, change is hard and doing it without professional guidance can make it seem impossible.